Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josiahs. This is now episode 17, and we are again just thankful to be here and be able to share on today, and we just welcome everybody in to tune in with us. So tonight we will be talking about, well, the topic will be holes in your game. So this one is, I think it's going to be, going to be fun. Um, all of them are fun, but this one is a little bit different and it's, it's personal. Um, this one, and I'll be sharing and just being transparent a little bit about me and where I'm at, um, what the Lord shared with me, but holes in your game. So first, yeah. So if you want to contact us too, uh, let's give you that. So Trinace at freedomkingdom.net, which is T-R-E-N-A-C-E, at freedomkingdom.net. So if you have any questions, comments, or you like have any prayer requests, or if you have any um, anything that you would like to ask us or want us to cover, uh, just email us. We're here. Um, just hit us up. So I'm sure we have a lot of basketball fans or sports fans out there. Um, so you have your favorite player, but if you watch sports and you listen to commentary and these, these sports shows, they'll always compare players. They'll always discuss players, attributes, their skill sets, um, weaknesses, strengths, opportunity areas. But you always will hear the term, this player has no holes in their game, or this player has a lot of holes in their game. Um, like Michael Jordan, no holes in his okay. game. See, 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 there he goes. I'm just There he facts. goes. Um, so, when you think about a player who has no holes in their game, which means, um, for me, when I, when, as, as I was processing this through my mind, um, if we're talking about basketball, I thought about Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's not my favorite. I'm not a super fan of him, but I can respect his basketball game. And when I think about him who can shoot threes, he can mid-range game is, is, is awesome, um, can dunk on you, get rebounds, assists, but defensively he is, he is amazing. So... And there's a couple other players that, and as he says, he wants to talk about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. Kobe so, Bryant. Um, so holes in their games, right? So what what that means is when a, when a, when when the other team prepares to go and play against an opponent, they're going to look at that player and say, okay, let's find their weaknesses. What are some holes that they have in their game so that we can exploit that and we can try to get a leg up and win the game and defeat them. So the enemy or the opposing team is going to look for holes in that player's games or mm, mm. in that for that team, what are some holes that they have in their team, right? Mm. They're looking for those opportunity areas. To beat them. To beat them, to win, to be victorious. Um, now there are some players that you can say they don't have any holes in their games, right? I just mentioned one that, that, I, that came to my mind. Um, but what brought me to this place was when I looked at myself, so all the time, we're always striving to be closer and closer and closer to God. Um, 
but my my prayer is always lord you know i want to be closer to you you know help me identify any areas of my life that um are preventing me from being as close to you as i possibly can um help me to remove any of the distractions that are there identify those distractions first and help me to get rid of and remove anything that's preventing me from experiencing um the fullness of you um so that is always the prayer and so he began to to deal with me and show me some things and show me some holes in my game. And I was incredibly humbled and thankful that that he would he would show this and bring this to me because it's important. If I want to seek him the way I, you know, as much as possible and be at that place with him, then okay, what's what's kind of holding me back? And so for me personally, it's uh, you know. This 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 flesh thing, and so this this could look the holes in your game could look different for everyone. It could be an, an area of sin that you haven't dealt with. That is that opportunity area. That is that 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 weakness. That that area that Satan can exploit because you didn't stop doing the things that you were supposed to do, or you didn't stop fornicating. And, and dealing with this person or you didn't stop going out and getting drunk on Saturday night or you didn't stop cheating or whatever that could whatever that could look like but you didn't plug that hole up you didn't stop that and so it allows the enemy to come in and wreak havoc in your life because you didn't first identify that and then address that area and plug that hole um, and fill in that gap and Satan will just slide on in there. Right. So that's what we're talking about sin. But then there's other things that are just simply weaknesses or areas that you are neglecting to address and build up. Right. So we always talk about, you know, working out and building up our physical man. But spiritually, we are responsible for building up our spirit man as well. Um, but for me, it's like. I've neglected my 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 temple, the way I, sh I in a way that I should not have. Um, but as I look to get closer to the Lord and 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 be dominated by His Holy Spirit, I cannot any longer neglect my physical man. Um, because without no, we don't have a physical man, no physical body, the temple. Then what good are we? So. When it comes to my physical man, just straight, simple, like, I don't be feeling like it. I don't feel like it. My flesh, I just don't feel like working out. I don't feel like doing crunches. I don't feel like going outside and, and running running outside. I don't feel like it. And it was a time where I had a routine where I, I went, I was, you know, boxing, doing MMA, martial arts, all that kind of stuff. I was doing that consistently, and that had become a part of me. So taking care of my physical body was extremely important as well as what I ate, what I put into my body. I was very conscious of that. And so now, you know, with, with COVID and ever since that happened, I've kind of like neglected that part of my physical body and not just neglected, but not allow, not have dominance over that part of my my life like i haven't controlled and dominated where it says okay you know what i'm going to do this i just have allowed my flesh to be like oh i don't feel like it i don't have to i don't feel like doing it and so there's no um discipline 
self-discipline, right? And so we are called to, to discipline ourselves and to get our flesh in order and not allow our flesh to dominate us. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord had to show me that as one of the reasons as to why I'm not where I want to be in him. And I, I will never really, I, I, I don't believe, I'll always be seeking more and more and more of him. Um, so I won't ever get to that place where I'm like, oh, I have enough of him. That's it. <laughs> but where I'm trying to get right now in this season, I'm, I feel like there's been a wall there, a restriction. And he showed me that I need to get hold of that aspect of my life. So that's an opportunity. That's a weakness right now. And he's he's shown that to me that I have to overcome. Um, but that is pretty much the the gist of what the Lord has been dealing with me about um, with holes, holes in my game. And so it was like, man, like holes in my game. Like, you know, we, we are on this journey. We are on this battle and on this fight called life in Christ. And we have to be equipped and we have to be prepared and we have to be aware of where we stand in Christ. We have to be aware of our physical selves. Where are we, where's our spirit man? What is that looking like? Um, so that we know how to, to grow. Like, do we need help in those areas? Then we need to get help in those areas. We need to be praying about those areas. We have to be conscious about our areas of weakness, um, and our opportunity areas. And if it's a sin area, then we need to know about that and we need to repent and, and be free of that. So just wanted to share that part about how the Lord was dealing with me about that that aspect that's a very interesting perspective holes in your game holes in your game very interesting perspective and um if we before you get into the scriptures um say something real quick Mm -hmm. uh very interesting perspective uh holes in your game um and you know you you think about these athletes or you think about any of the uh well the athletes like they trained diligently to be great they trained diligently to be the best you know think about the 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 uh olympics like we just had olympics and uh, these athletes that go through extra training to be the best Mm-hmm. And push themselves, you know, above and beyond to be, mm-hmm. to be to have no flaws, to have no, uh, hopefully have no holes in their game. Perfect game. Perfect game, mm-hmm. you know. But then, of course, you have some that you know train harder than other. You have some that actually um, exercise and train um, the right way and won't cheat themselves or cheat, you know. The workouts, you know, so um, holes in your game. Uh, when I hear that, like I hear, like I hear, don't leave your soul or don't leave yourself exposed for Satan to, you know, disqualify you. Uh, for, don't don't leave yourself exposed. Don't just leave yourself sitting. Don't just leave leave yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Don't 
Don't lead, don't be careless towards yourself, your your spiritual man and your physical man. Don't be don't neglect. Don't be negligent negligent towards your spiritual man and your physical man also because this race or this salvation that we we have in Christ is a race is a is a is um it's it's a journey. It's a journey, and each day that we live in the flesh, each day is a is a journey. Each day is a battle. Each day is a, you know each day is challenges. So we have the challenges of the flesh going against the spirit. So how do we solve that? How do we deal with that? Because the flesh cannot fix the flesh. The flesh cannot correct the flesh. The flesh cannot, you know, help the flesh. Mm -hmm. So then, how do we get to that place where we are able able to face the face our flesh in the mirror and see our flesh and see ourselves and see the the flesh of our hearts, the flesh of our hearts, the desires of our hearts, to have a margin or something to compare this flesh to, because there's two opposite: the spirit and the flesh. So, not don't leave yourself exposed for Satan to come and destroy you or use you however he wants to use you. And it comes down to being honest, being honest with yourself, being honest with God, and being just being honest. Um, with, with where you are and the things that you are struggling with because God, the Lord, the Spirit will, will show you. You know, the Spirit will will, 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 will warn you. The Spirit will, will, will convict you. And, you know, so, yeah, not leaving yourself, not leaving yourself just out there like a sitting duck for Satan. Yeah. And then we want to walk in the spirit, by the spirit, in every aspect of our lives. So when you think that, okay, you know what, well, I'm walking by the spirit in this, most mostly, oh, but this area, like, it's cool. It, it, I can exclude this. Like, you can't. Like, you can't. You can't have some areas you walk by the spirit, and then some areas you're like, oh, no, nah, I'm just going to leave that alone. That's going to be cool. You know, like the spirit needs to dominate every aspect of your lives. Um, and so going back to me, like I, that, the spirit wasn't dominating that, you know, like my flesh was dominating that area. But we have to be very careful with being selective of when we're going to be moving by the spirit and when we're not going to move by the spirit. When it's convenient for you because you don't feel like it or you like to do that, then you're going to give into your flesh or you're going to be led by the spirit so it can't be i'm walking by the spirit when i'm convenient when it's convenient for me right and only when it feels good because right. that's when you're gonna get off track and that's when you're gonna get involved in some mess that you shouldn't be getting involved into or that's when you're not going to make the best de best decisions for yourself even for your body and also the spirit the spirit is sensitive also so if you Put the 
the spirit on a back burner and you practice it and it, it becomes a pattern. You, you like you put him on the shelf and say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, he's gonna be here. I'm gonna grab him whenever I want to grab him. I'm gonna leave him on the shelf whenever I want to leave him. You know, you know, whenever you know you got that bottle in here, you about to crush that bottle. You leave him on, leaving the spirit on the shelf. Whenever you got that club that you about to walk into, you know, put the Holy Spirit on the shelf. You know. Um, and then Sunday comes, you know, you know, what, uh, uh, Passover, Easter Sunday, you know, best suits and everything you suited up and, you know, at the pulpit, up there singing in the choir, praise and worship. So the spirit is not, the, the, the spirit is not something to take for granted because if you, he's, if your desire lean more towards your flesh, then the spirit is gonna grant you that because your heart, it, your heart is telling the spirit that hey, you know, I, I'm I, my flesh is I'm giving in. I want to give my flesh this, give my flesh that, and the spirit's gonna be there to convict you and tell you that hey, you know what, you need to repent. Hey, you need to back off. Hey, you need to slow down. Hey, you need to, you know, you need to pray. Hey, you need to resist. You need to rebuke. You know, but then it's like who are you? Who are you listening to? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, we, we have to be disciplined. We we do have to be better with disciplining ourselves and telling ourselves no. And some things telling ourselves yes. Yeah. Um, so our, our discipline and self-control. Self-control. Because a lot of times just because we should do it and we can do it doesn't mean that well go back. Just because we can do it doesn't mean that we should do it. And so the Lord gives us free will. Free will. I mean, everything is just just open. We we have free will. Um, but the beautiful thing is that when we choose Christ and we choose him, that's special. When we don't do the things that we could and we choose Christ and we do the right things, the things that he would want us to do by spirit, that's special. Because we could be doing something different. So we have to be more conscious of those of those decisions that we make and the things that we do. Um, and, and make sure that we are focusing on, on, on being led by the Spirit in every aspect of our lives and just not being selective when it's convenient. Um, but, you know, we're talking about sports and things like that. Um, but this this is really, really powerful scripture here. So it's 1 Corinthians 9, um, 24 through 27. It says, Do you not know that in a race that all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Amen. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating in the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified Amen. for the prize. Amen. So... I mean, this is extremely mm -hmm. powerful. It is. It is. It is. And so, so being being prepared, being prepared to run this race, but run this race with the mindset to win the prize. With the mindset to win the prize. Prize. So, like, aim for it. Strive for it. Go for it. Go for it, and go for it, hundred percent. Not halfway. Don't approach it halfway. Don't approach 
this journey, this journey of life in Christ, don't approach it halfway. Don't approach it. Don't play around with it. Because there's a crown that belongs to you. That it, that is eternal crown belongs to you. That Satan want to snatch away. Still, kill, destroy. Make sure that you don't get to that crown. You don't get to that reward. Mm -hmm. Don't be disqualified. To disqualify you. So Satan is on a mission to disqualify you from getting your reward and getting your crown. Don't let that, don't let that happen. So when you approach this race, this journey with Christ, approach it seriously. Not halfway. Not 75%. The Lord said he wants, he, he rather us either hot or cold. Not lukewarm. So you can't, there's no gray area. There's no middle ground. There's no, you know, you can't, either you're going to run all the way in spirit and truth and strive, you know, each day is a, each day is, is a test. Each day is a journey, mm -hmm. but strive each day at the end of the day, make sure that you've done everything to empower your spirit more than your flesh. Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, that's the battle right there. The spirit against the flesh. this flesh that we're living in. And this and this key part here, he says, no, I strike a blow to my body. So in, in response to what you're just saying, um, how do you do that? Like he says, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after that I preach to others. So making our flesh and our physical bodies our slave to the spirit. That, that right there has to happen, which means you're striking a blow to your flesh. Like, no, like you can't have that. Like, no, we're not going to do that. No, yes, they may feel good, but we're not going to do that. I, the spirit controls what this body does. Absolutely. No, I don't feel like working out. No, I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to make myself go and do that. So being dominant, spirit dominant versus being flesh dominant. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and then we so then we look at some of the things that our flesh will cause us to 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 hold and, and, and hold on to that that is poison that would destroy us. Mm -hmm. So we look at unforgiveness. Somebody hurt you. Somebody hurt your feelings. Somebody lied to you. Somebody stole from you or somebody cheated on you. Mm -hmm. Somebody did something so foul to you that you say, I will never forgive this person. Because your heart is hurting and your, your your flesh is hurting. And you made it made it up in your mind that I would never forgive this person. So now, because you won't forgive this person, God won't forgive you. Any prayer that you pray, as long as you said it in your heart, if there's one person that you've had you've held in your heart and said in your heart and said to yourself, I will never forgive this person, no matter what. I don't care no matter what. Now, sometimes, of course, when, when you are hurt and it's fresh, of course, in our flesh, it's harder to just, you know, to be, yeah, I'm going, I'm ready to, unless you're 100% in tune with the spirit and the spirit, it, you, you have already been putting your flesh in submission this whole time. And now, 
you know, something this this drastic thing that happened that hurt you. Now you are able to tell your flesh that, hey, you know what? I'm going to forgive this person. Now, unless you are at that place with the spirit, but if you're not, the the the, the fleshly thing to do when we get hurt or get disappointed or is not to forgive. And that can spread that can, that right there. That thing can spread and cause bitterness and cause so much stuff, and it can lead to even more sin. And that's like opening that that door, the door mm -hmm. of death and mm -hmm. destruction. Absolutely, and, and so to yourself first, mm -hmm. because now you can't grow. Right. Now you're not free. Now you can't be blessed because God can't bless you. Now God you're can't. Slave to your flesh. Now you're a slave to your flesh. Mm -hmm. Now God can't hear your prayers because guess what? You you. You got, you got unforgiveness in your heart. So now you just put yourself in a very, very bad place. Mm -hmm. So now it's it's like, so the question is, who's controlling you at that point? Mm -hmm. Your flesh and emotions or the spirit? And you got to ask that question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, the consequence. So... So, so being in tune, being in tune with, 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 the, with the spirit or exercising your spiritual man every day and disciplining your flesh is very important. So when Paul talk, uh, talk, talks about uh, striking a blow towards his body, don't mean that you should go get a bat and beat yourself up upside the head and, <laughs> and bruise yourself up and, 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 and no. <laughs> he's not no. telling you to do that. We did not say do that. He not, he's he not telling you to do that. So, yeah. so the example of a blow to the body, that's the heart that's saying, I'm not going to forgive. But the spirit steps in and said, no, I rebuke you, Satan. You are going to forgive. You are going to forgive this person. Whether you like it or not, it's not about you. It's about Christ versus about the kingdom. If God had mercy enough to forgive us, Christ had mercy enough to forgive us, who are you to not forgive this person? That's striking a blow to your to your body, your flesh, your heart, right there. And then when you see, when you start to see the flesh and the spirit, like like as you move through your everyday life, when you acknowledge the difference, then it's like boom. All right, spirit one, flesh zero. You know what exactly. I mean? And so like that example that you just said, boom, who won? Well. Spirit one, once you decide to forgive, spirit one, flesh lost. And so, battle becomes real. Right. And so then that is that blow. Like when you say no or exactly. when, you, when you you want to do something and you say, no, I'm not going to give into my flesh just because. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how this week I said, you know what? I'm going to stop eating as much fried stuff. And I went to McDonald's and I went to Wendy's in the same day. And I said, man, that chicken, that fried chicken, Asiago ranch sandwich from Wendy's is so amazing. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to give into my flesh. And I didn't. And that might seem small to you, but it's a really big deal because I could have bought it and eaten it and enjoyed it. But I'm, you know, that self-discipline, like, no, no. So that was, I won that day and I was excited. And I came home and I talked about it. I'm like, you know what? I wanted that and I didn't. And I said, no. And so that was just, I said, you know what? I'm taking it one day at a time. And I told Albert, I said, you know, I'm not saying this is going to be a, a forever thing where I'm making this drastic change. But what I am going to do is make a commitment every day to be better, to do better. And these little wins, these little battles. And so it can be very overwhelming when you are thinking about giving your life to Christ and making this transition and changing your life. But what you have to do is take it one day at a time 
You will overwhelm yourself and feel defeated if you try to go in and just, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to repent and give my life to Christ and try to be perfect off the break. That is that doesn't it doesn't work like that. You can't go into any any journey or any new challenge with that type of approach every day, one day at a time. You know what? Today, this is where I want to where I want to focus today. I want to be better in this area today. I'm going to pray more today. I'm going to focus on this today. I'm going to talk to the Lord about this more. Take it day by day, little battle at a time. Take it day by day. And then as you, and be conscious of these things, as you go through your day and you have these moments that come up between, you know what, my flesh and my spirit, be aware of Of those, be aware, aware. And as you become aware of the difference between your flesh and your spirit, then you can overcome those little battles and things when they come up. But if you're not aware, it's difficult for you to, to see. You just continue to be in your flesh and be in your flesh. But be aware. Take it day by day, step by step. And don't try to do too much. You do that and just know that the Lord's grace is going to cover you. And be praying that, Lord, help me to hear your voice. Help me to distinguish between my flesh and my spirit. Help me to know the difference. Help me to know when it's your voice versus me just wanting to do something or not wanting to do something. Pray for that. And that might not just come automatic and it might not come easy. But as you pray and you 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 really, really desire that, the Lord will give you that. And he will start to tune your ear to be able to hear him better, to be able to discern what's of him and what's not. But you have to want that and you have to be aware. But take it day by day. In fact, break it down even smaller than day by day, hour by hour. Start approaching it like that, hour by hour, hour by hour. And then guess what? If you fall and you you mess up and you make mistakes, guess what? There is tomorrow. You know what, Lord? And talk about talk to him about it. You know what? Today, Lord, I tried and it just didn't work. <laughs> I tried and I, I, I was so close, but I just, I, I messed up here. Talk to him about that because that's what he's there for. And guess what? There will be tomorrow. God's willing, it's tomorrow. Lord, you know what? I'm going to do better tomorrow. And then take him with you throughout your day. You just repent. Rep- yes. Bring yourself repent. before him. Repent. And you get another chance. Don't beat yourself up. But take it day by day, hour by hour, day by day with him. And you'll be all right. Absolutely. So, so then, you know, this, so this is important. We talk about uh, striking a blow to the body. So some of, so some of the blows that can be striked to the body. You know, could be you could be a very disobedient person to your parents, to elders, to adults. You could be disobedient just because you know that's part of your nature. You just don't you can't follow authority. Don't you know that you know by being obedient to God first, Christ first, or being obedient to the things that God said we should abide by. You're striking blows to your to your body by being respectful. Maybe you're just a rude person that just, you know, nasty mouth. Just have temper, anger, hateful heart. Just like to cause confusion. Just selfish. All those things are the things of the flesh. So by strike by 
rebuking and resisting any of those things, you are striking a blow to the body. So it's not, it's not, so it's not a physical blow. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself physically, but but emotional blows. Check, let the spirit, let let the, the conscious Christ spirit in you check the flesh and be aware of it. Be there to, to make it happen. See your flesh as an outside entity. Your flesh is like a virus, an alien that is here to 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 uh, um, um, take over your soul. It's here to consume your flesh, your body, until it consumes your soul and send you to hell. You know, if somebody says something to you, like real, like off the wall, like to try to hurt you and provoke you, then take a don't immediately respond. Sit back. Like you have your flesh, you know what your flesh wants to say, your flesh response. Like that's already going to be off the break in your mind. But when you slow down and take a second and pray, the spirit will, will, will show you how to deal with that. And then when you do that, that is then taking a blow to your body. You say, you know what? I wanted to say that. Mm, I did. I, I could have said that, but you know, I'm not going to say that. Mm -mm. The old me would have snapped. Yeah, I'm not going to. That's right. I'm but, not going to. Right. Blow to the flesh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, so, 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 so to narrow this thing down is this holes in the game is saying there, holes in the game will be given, given room to your flesh in the spiritual walk. Giving room to your flesh will be holes in the game in the spiritual walk. Because this body that we are living in has been condemned since the garden. Since the garden, since Adam and Eve, it has been condemned. Period. Since, since Adam and Eve disobeyed God through disobedience, every single human being that was going to come out of Adam and Eve are all guilty of disobedient in this flesh and we come out knowing how we come out knowing our nature is sin sinful our nature appeals to the flesh we come out knowing that until by the grace of god we get saved we get the spirit of god the spirit of christ to come and change our life change our heart remove our hearts and stone re 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 replace it with the hearts of flesh and, and and remove our old behaviors, our old ways, and old men to turn us into new creatures, renew our minds, give us new thoughts, new desires, new life. Until Christ's spirit comes and do that, we're in bondage and in captivity, enslaved to this to this flesh and to sin. So holes in the game. So now, hosting the game will be a uh, host. Hosting your game will be for those. That means that you have been, you are walking with Christ, because that means that you are walking with Christ, and you've left room to be exposed to Satan. Now, when Christ 
when Christ comes into our body and takes over, we we get authority, we get authority and power. Authority and power to rebuke Satan, authority and power to stand and face this world, but not as ourselves, not as our flesh, but in Christ. So this battle that we or this journey that we're we're on, you can't defeat the flesh. You cannot remove, you cannot fill any holes in your game with the things of this world. Only Christ, only the spirit of Christ. Only the things of Christ, only the scriptures, the word of the word of God. So for the believers, we have we have everyday work to do. We have to examine ourselves every day. We have to. That's the key word right there. Examination of thyself. That every day. That's, that's so important. And being honest, because the Lord, the Holy Spirit is going to deal with you personally. Going to deal with the things that is the secret things that that no one else knows, that no one else will be able to tell. But He will be there to warn you, to discipline, convict you. Mm -hmm. Now, if his warning, if he's constantly warning you, constantly convicting you, constantly warning you, constantly convicting you, at some point, those warning on, and those convi uh, convictions will start to become numb, where your sensitivity to responding and, and correcting it will die down. So it's important. Don't take the Holy Spirit for granted. Don't take the Spirit of Christ in you for granted. Put it to use. Exercise the spiritual man. Fatten, fatten up your spiritual man. Feed him with the word. Feed him with prayer. Uh, uh, pray diligently. Pray without ceasing. Face the flesh for what it is and be honest with yourself and the more and more you practice these things, you practice re rejecting the flesh. You practice promoting the spirit in your life, your everyday lifestyle, promoting the spirit of Christ. The more you practice these, these things, it'll become more the, natural. More it'll natural. Just, the easier flow. It, exactly. And you become sharper because mm -hmm. now you can see these fights. Mm -hmm. You can see the fight of the flesh coming from a mile away because you've been, you've been consistently... It'll be easier for you to just walk in the spirit. Exactly. So initially it is, I mean, you're always going to be conscious of it. But initially when you first like start, you do need to be extremely conscious of it so that you can navigate. It's going to be more conscious than unconscious probably um, initially. Mm -hmm. So. So we all. The, the, the biggest thing from, from from this is, I think, the awareness and being real with ourselves, being honest, um, and being aware of our weaknesses. Because, like, you know, we're going to hear Paul's talking about, like, his weaknesses and things like that. But um, but to to know that, like, we should know, first of all, that we have weaknesses in, in, in areas that the Lord is, that needs to work in us. We should mm -hmm. know that, that we do, and we all have something um or areas and 
to not ever get to that place too that you, oh you feel like you got it all together or that you super saved and like you you don't ever do anything you know right um because nobody should be at that place so if you are then you're already deceiving yourself and you're setting right. yourself up for 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 failure and for death right. so always be humble and just know that there's always there's always areas um but if you know those areas then you can be praying for strength in those areas and leaning on the lord to strengthen you in those areas and so as paul talks it's a beautiful thing even to just be able to depend on the Lord and to know that the Lord has us right. even in those areas of weakness. Right. And that's special. Right. Right. Um, so we'll read that. So that's second Corinthians 12, uh, five through 10. This is Paul. He says, I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my Amen. power is made perfect in weakness. Amen. Let me read that again. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. So that Christ's power may rest on me. Amen. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, I, in insults, in hardships, and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. Amen. And he's he's only strong because of Christ. So it's not saying that when I'm weak, I'm just weak, just I'm just weak. I'm just out here. I'm just out in my flesh, just just weak. Like without Christ. Without Christ. No. <laughs> right. Because then that's yeah. that's death. That's death. That's you a know? dangerous place to be. Um but that, that's just it's so 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 powerful because, you know, in our in our weaknesses, in our areas of opportunity. But the thing is, this is Paul talking about his weaknesses. A thorn in his flesh. Identifying that he has weaknesses. Exactly. Exactly. How can he talk about them if he didn't identify that he had them? Exactly. So we have to again be honest and be real about these things and be able to go to the Lord about these things and seek forgiveness and, and, and repent and ask the Lord to help us to to grow in yeah, him. Absolutely. You know the thing the thing about the Lord, the Lord is our Father. Mm -hmm. Don't don't pay attention to what this world has told you. This world the Lord is our Father. Mm -hmm. He rather us come running to him or come come to him, come towards him than go away from him. Mm -hmm. So don't let, don't let any, don't let your, don't let sin, don't let your flesh, don't let any of that separate you from the love of the Lord. Come before the Lord and be transparent because he, because he already knows. Come before him, lay everything out. Look at the example of David. We know the history of David. We know David wasn't a perfect man. But 
David knew how to come come to the, come before the Lord. He knew how to come. He he the Lord called called him a man after the Lord's own own heart. Mm-hmm. And we know David's flaws. Mm-hmm. So this is our father. Yeah. He knows the things that we're struggling with before we even before we even know. He knows the knows more, he knows more about us than we know about ourselves. So when you are engaged with him and you come you're coming before him, come before him as a child. Not trying to hide anything from him. Because you can't. You can't hide anything from him. He rather you come to him as a child and say, hey, you know, this is where I'm at, Pops. <laughs> hey, Father, this is where I'm at. You know, <laughs> I'm not, this is, the ugliest, this is the ugliest me. Right here, you see this? I need you. Mm-hmm. I, this, this is why I need you. And I'm not going to let you go. I'm holding on to you. I'm, I'm holding on to you. I'm not letting you go because I need you to. Bless me. I need you to free me. I need you to to restore me. I need you to save me, transform me. I need you to strengthen me. I need you to give me love. I need you to give me forgiveness. I need need your spirit. spirit. I need you. So come to your father in boldness. Boast in Christ because that's eternal life. That's our strength. That's our victory. Christ is our victory. And you know, your your weaknesses now, those areas now, won't forever be your weaknesses. Soon, you will be victorious over those areas. And then, as he helps you become victorious over those areas that were once struggles, then you will have a testimony. That will be, you will be free of whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever your weakness, your your area is, it will be your testimony. You can say, man, you know what? I used to do this, or I used to be like that. I used to have unforgiveness in my heart. I used to not be able to forgive, but the Lord changed my heart and gave me a new heart. I'm able to do that now. And then you'll be able to, to witness to somebody else that may be going through something else and help them be free. So just know wherever you are now, whatever you're dealing with right now, and you're asking the Lord to set you free from, then he's going to do it. And then when he does it for you, you'll be able to help somebody else. And you know what? The Lord rather you come to him with with problems than the Lord rather you approach him with your problems than approach him as if to say you have no problems. He rather you approach him with, with your problems then approach, then try to approach him without any problem. He said that the, the two men that was praying, the one who was praying, asking the Lord to uh, laying his sin, telling, you know, exposing his sin before the Lord, asking for forgiveness, and then the other man who was praying, didn't act like he ain't seen, he had no sin, and he ain't need forgiveness for anything. The Lord heard a man that was pleading for help over the man that didn't come seeking for help. So. He said his yoke is easy, meaning that your burdens, he said, so so bring your burdens to him. Bring your burdens to him because this that's what he that's what he's designed for. He is the he is he's here to set the captive free. So to free you, you have to come to him with your burden. Come to him and say, This is where I'm at. He already knows, but hey, when you open your mouth and say, This is where I'm at, and be and your heart is open to him. 
So now you are allowing him, giving him permission to come and do the work in you to cleanse you the way you need to be cleansed. Now, understand that this is a journey, so each day will be different. We will have some days where we'll have some super high in the Lord or super low because of you know circumstances and challenges and tests that we're going through that day. But no matter where you where you are, always, always bring yourself back to the Lord. And if you are struggling, you're in a place where you are struggling and you feel like giving up or feel like, you know, what I don't think the Lord going to, you know, after this, I don't think the Lord going to ever take me back. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Come back to the Lord when you are weak. In the flesh, in him, you are strong in the spirit. You need your spirit in you to be strong. You need his spirit in you to overcome your flesh or dominate this flesh or to overcome this world. You need the spirit of Christ in you. It's the spirit of Christ in you. It's the spirit of Christ against this world. Don't get this whole, all this confusion and everything that's going on in this world. We say, oh, this, this world is so confusing. No, it's not confusing. It's very simple. The spirit of Christ against this world. No other... The spirit of this world cannot save you from this world. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So Satan, Satan can't present a religion to you, present a present solutions to you, and you package that and, and, and think you're all good. Because no, it's not going to get you to heaven. You need the spirit of Christ. The same resurrecting spirit that resurrected Christ from the dead. That spirit that kept raising them up, that he lived, that same spirit lives today in us. And that same spirit is here to assist us and lead us to all truth, lead us to, lead us to the Father. So we have to become familiar with the spirit. We have to conversate with the spirit. We have to exercise in the spirit. We have to talk, we have to talk to the Lord. He said his true worshipers will worship, worship him in spirit and truth. So that spirit, the spirit, the spirit, we need his spirit. We need to be familiar with it. We need to spend time with his spirit, in his spirit, conversations, days and night. Most of most 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 the, our hours, our time within a day, within a day, most of our hours should be spent with the Lord. Twenty-four hours in a day, if if it's possible to spend twenty-four hours with the Lord. Spend 24 hours with the Lord. And, and you say, how you do that? By reading your word, by praying, by meditating on him, by, by, by talking to him, by, by services, by, 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 by going and just forgiving that person that you haven't forgiven in 10 years, by calling this person to say, hey, hey, I apologize for being rude to you uh, yesterday. Hey, I'm calling to tell you the truth. I, I, I'm sorry for, for hurting you. Hey, you, we have work to do. We have work to do every day. And every day we have to examine ourselves because every day we, we won't be the best, best us. Every day we won't be the best us. Some days, we, you know, but we can't stay there. We have to recognize and say, you know what? Hey, I messed up. Look, I messed up yesterday. I messed up today. And you know what? Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sincerely sorry. And I'm not going to, you know, do this. Do this, do this, or I'm not gonna do it this way or that that way. 
So, so we have to be aware of the spirit and the flesh. Holes in your game. Tighten up. Tighten up. Don't let the enemy exploit your holes in your game. Don't let him. Don't let him because he wants to steal your crown. He wants to steal your salvation. He wants to steal your life. He wants to destroy you. He wants to trip you, make you fall in his race. He wants to he wants to disqualify you from even stepping uh, uh stepping foot stepping feet on a track to take this race. He don't even want you to even qualify for training camp. He don't even want you to even qualify to make the team. He wants he wants you to be a sitting duck. So don't holes in your game. Don't you don't let close close the holes in your game. If there's holes in your game, close it up. Close it up with the Lord and the Spirit. If there's holes in your game, fill it up with the Lord and the Spirit and the Word. If there's holes in your game, don't fill it up with anything else. Don't fill it up with anything else. If it ain't Christ, if you say, hey, man, I, I you know, I want to get closer to the Lord, then you have to examine yourself. Examine yourself and let the Spirit examine you also and, 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 and be honest with the Lord. The Lord, the Lord is a the Spirit is a gentle spirit. The Lord loves us. He's our Father. Hell wasn't created for men. It was created for Satan and the fallen angels. And Satan and his angels. So hell wasn't created for us. But because the Lord gave us choices, our, our choices, most choices led people to hell. But, but you know, because they cho chose this world and chose to obey the flesh over the spirit. But hell wasn't intended for us. It's not. It's intended for Satan. So don't let your flesh... Don't let this world cause you to, you know, cause you to uh, have a hole, have hole in your game, or cause cause the hole in your game to expand even wider. No, close that up, fill that up with close with the, the close the gap with the spirit and with the word. Mm -hmm. Rebuke Satan, rebuke your flesh, and then the more and more you you gain get you get engaged engaged with this spirit and flesh battle, you will be. You will recognize, you will recognize, you will recognize this battle for you'll recognize temptations before you even come to your doorsteps. You'll prepare your spirit ahead of time before your flesh even come to challenge you. The spirit will warn you and give you discernment and give you heads up. Like, hey, hey, watch out, because the flesh, your flesh about to react this way. You know if you go to that club, you know you're gonna mess up. You know if you hit that bottle tonight. You know you're gonna do something stupid. You know if you call this person and get on, you know y'all gonna fall into some temptation y'all ain't supposed to. You know you need to cut this friendship off. You know you need to, you know, you know you need to go uh, apologize to your mother, your father. You know you need to be obedient. So you know we we need to. Uh, make sure that, you know, and nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know, but we have to stay in the Lord. Stay in the Lord. Stay in Christ. Stay in the Spirit because that's, 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 that's what we will have to, that's what we will have to eat, sleep. That's what we will have. That's our everything. 
That's our everything. The fruit of the spirit. That's our nurturing right there. The fruit of the spirit is designed against the flesh. So when you have the spirit, the characteristic of the spirit is going to also come with that package. So we can't face the flesh. On your, you can't. You cannot face the flesh on your own. You cannot solve the problems of the flesh on your own. The problem of this world on your own cannot. You need the spirit of Christ, and it's the battle of the flesh against the spirit of the spirit of God, the spirit of the Most High. So don't don't let the flesh have victory. Don't let the, your flesh lead you to hell. Don't suffer in on the, in this world. Now, this physical world and suffer in the world to come. Don't don't go through hell on this earth and face eternal hell with the world to come because heaven and earth will pass away. This world is passing away. I'm sure you can see that. It's passing away, passing away. But there's life after this world in Christ. And there's death after this world also in disobedience to the Most High, in disobedience to the Spirit, disobedience to the things of Christ, and giving into the flesh and giving into sin. There's death. There's death. Hell, prepare for that. So don't lose twice. If you're losing, if you don't have Christ in this world and you are, you don't have Christ in this world. You already, you've already lost. So don't lose twice. Don't leave, lose eternally. Lose temporarily. If you, you know, if you are going to lose, like, deny your flesh in this world because for Christ, lose temporarily so you can win eternally. But you win here, you lose there. You, you win temporarily, lose eternally. Romans 8 8 those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God alright so that realm like you're gonna be in the realm of the flesh and or you're gonna be in the realm of the spirit exactly being in the realm of the spirit pleases God so that's just going on with what you're saying exactly exactly so God is a spirit he's a spirit he's not flesh this world, everything will perish and pass away. Don't let your don't let hole in your game cause you to perish and pass away with this world. That's not God's intention for you. Victory has been given to us through Christ. Authority and power has been given to us through Christ. He resurrected. He overcame the flesh. Flesh didn't have. Control over him. Death couldn't hold him down. He resurrected and lived because he was in total obedience to the Most High. He said, not my will, but your will be done. Obedience. Adam disobeyed. The reason why we have death in this world and we, and we see people dying in this world is because Adam disobeyed. But through Christ's obedience, now we get to live because he lived, he resurrected, and he pleased the Father. The, the Most High said he was pleased with his son. 
And that's why that's why Christ is the only way and the only solution to our problem, the only solution to our flesh, the only solution to this world, the only solution to sin, the only solution to death, the only solution to everything. everything. So, um, I mean, so hey, check, check your game. Check your game. For anyone listening out there, ears and hearts out there listening, you know, check your game, you know. Like you have hope, like what type of like how, how big is the size of the hole in your game? Hopefully, it's not that big. Hopefully, if there's any holes in your game, hopefully you know you're working on um, filling that with the word, with the scripture, with the Lord, and you know that hole you've taken that hole and handed it to Christ and, and you know presented before the Lord, and, and you and the Lord working on it together, and you are in total obedience. Oh, hopefully, you know. And for 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 and for our brothers and sisters out there who are you know, we, you know some of us might have smaller smaller holes than others, but our brothers and sisters out there who are struggling, who we see you know their holes either their holes in the game are getting either larger or bigger, and we are able you know there's a way we can reach them to to help them encourage them or, or get them on the right path to to close that hole so that they don't perish then we need to uh, uh we need to encourage one another we need to be there we need to be there for each other we need to um we need to share our testimony we need to share our testimony and we need to we need to um just remind each other remind each other because sometimes we get caught up in this life and we get caught up in the confusion and just think it's, it's like 20 million it is a lot of things going on but it narrows down to the spirit and the flesh, the spirit and the flesh. And when your flesh have more authority over your spirit, the spirit of Christ, then that means there's holes in your game. You don't have a problem. Yep. So hopefully that's not the case. All right. Any questions or comments or anything you want to share? Um, definitely reach out. We already gave the email address and we'll also put it, um, in the comment section. All right. Y'all be blessed. Okay.